All right, what's up, everyone, Shoujo fans? Welcome to Into the Shoujoverse. I'm your host today, Shochan, and with me today I have some amazing speakers, Azayan and Samosa. I want to say hi. Yo. Hello. Awesome. So today, taking you into the Shoujoverse, we're going to be exploring the classics of Shoujo. So I'm super excited to see what everybody's thoughts are today on this. Um, but first, let's let's clarify. We're going to have another episode focused on history of shoujo, but, so we're not focused on the timeline today, just as a heads up, but it will come later, or it's going to come before this or something like that. But just <laughs> watch out for that episode <laughs> dropping, too, at some point. But let's get started. Let's just, first of all, think about, okay, as we were thinking about this episode with the classic so shoujo, you know, there's like popular series and classic series. Like, what do we think the difference is between classifying some of these series as popular versus classics? Simba, I know you were looking up the definition of popular. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I did. So the definition of popular, if you put in define popular on Google, is popular is liked, admired, or enjoyed by many people or by a particular person or group. And the definition of classic is to be judged over a period of time to be of the highest quality and outstanding of its kind. So shoujo has only been around since like I'd say the seventies or like I think the earliest is in the six like the late sixties. Yeah, so, so it's not like the oldest form of literature oh. in the world. So our wonderful friend um, Danny, I don't know if she wants to be named, but we'll we'll just call her Danny. I our think manager. of her as our yes, as our manager slash mom, um, has done some research for us and she found out the father of Shonen apparently was also the pioneer of shoujo. Osamu oh. Tezuka. You know, he's famous for Astro Boy and a bunch of other things. That's um, crazy. I didn't know that's that. That's really cool. In 1953, and unfortunately we're getting a little bit history here. In 1953, <laughs> he did Ribon no Kishi, Night of the Ribbon. Um, mm. It was the first series, was not the first series targeted at girls, but is regarded as the first series that really incorporated many of the standard shoujo elements. So technically 1953 but we all kind of think of the 70s i think when we think of um the earliest shoujo yeah but that's for the history people to figure out <laughs> yeah for sure no that's cool i think what you brought up um right there i wonder would we call that in itself a classic because it considers all these shoujo elements i'm sure that have been used in following series. But I think like nowadays we consider shoujo if they're like published by a shoujo magazine, right? Right. Yeah. So if it's technically been published by a shonen magazine, it's technically shonen. Mm. Yeah. Well, graphics, we're in 2020, but at the same time, <laughs> shonen versus shoujo. I think we talked about this in our first episode a little bit, but just uh -huh. kind of like who is it aimed at? Who is the target yeah. audience? Which for shoujo is going to be young girls. So... Mm -hmm. Obviously, if it's a published in a shonen magazine, it's t it's targeted at young boys. So, mm -hmm. um, yeah, but you know, but even before the time of magazines, we have some manga that are targeted at obviously young girls. That's who yeah. is going to buy them. Who's going to read them? And this was like all post World War Two, right? So people wanted like happy stories and yeah. not like oh my god, war, war, war. Right, and Japan was really influenced. I mean, even. Before, I think, and during World War II, Japan was influenced by Disney. Like, even in the 30s, That's true. Um, when they were first experimenting with animation, I think there was an influence from Disney. But you can see pretty clearly in the early anime that they're influenced heavily by American cartoons. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like that slapstick humor mm-hmm. is pretty common for like American cartoons. Right. And like they establish these interesting. Okay. So let's jump in. Let's talk about Rosa Versailles, which is, I think, probably the oldest classic shoujo that I know of. And it's one of the most popular historically. Yeah. It's that it's based on the story of Marie Antoinette. Um, mm-hmm. So it has a lot of history in it and, you know, a lot of added stuff that was just, I haven't read all of it. I just read some of it. Um, but it has some really ridiculous looking art, honestly. It's where you Old get, Jojo. <laughs> yes, it's where you get those eyes that look like they're galaxies. And, yeah, the galaxy and has like the, the dramatic gasping yes, noise. Dramatic yes. gas. And the little, like the little dainty hand that comes up in front of the face with the pinky rays. Uh-huh. Like, oh! I definitely think, you know, what's interesting is because this is a, this is the Ro- Rose of Versailles we're talking about, right? This mm-hmm. is like, it's a Japanese shoujo based, like, trying to talk about something that is, like, from France, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like a very, um, it's an interesting classic because it's not like a, you know, it's a shoujo series that features this history that's actually not, that's like from another country in itself and just like very, I feel like a lot of the art that I see on there is very like, it's, I don't know if I would call it characteristic, it is characteristically shoujo, but at the same time very like, reminds me of European almost, but that maybe just because I'm looking at the cover like that. Right. I I don't know what the artist's influence was, um, but I know that her art and this, just the style of that genre like bleeds on into other series like Revolutionary Girl Utena, another classic. You can definitely see mm. that art style in a series that came out like 15, 20 years later. You can still see that art style mm. and how it evolved. Um, from what I understand, like, Rosa Versailles and a couple others, they were all part of the same magazine, so I know, if, like, the artists probably influenced each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also, I'm on Wikipedia right now looking up shoujo. <laughs> and actually, the first shoujo was in, like, the first shoujo magazines were in 1902. What? I know, I'm shocked. Oh. I know, right? I thought it was, like, the 60s or the 70s for sure, but, um, sorry for everybody if Wait, for guys, not being not, right. We're not the history episode. We can get stuff wrong. Yeah, and also, mm-hmm. we're not experts on this, just as a heads up. We're also learning along the way. We're just here to talk about our interests. We're not the end-all, be-all judgers or, like, <laughs> experts on I mean, shoujo. I will judge some shoujo, but... Um, okay. <laughs> please but... at us if you hear something that's incorrect. Yeah. Also, please. apparently, according to Wikipedia, the shoujo <laughs> definition is virgin. <laughs> Oh, thank you, Wikipedia. Right. Okay, what I'm seeing is Shoujo is young girl. Exactly. Shoujo is a sea spirit with red hair and a fondness for alcohol in Japanese mythology. <laughs> or a less common word for orangutan, Shoujo, with oh no God. elongation, is virgin. Yeah. You just keep on getting into a bigger hole here. Yeah. I think we should go back to talking about the classics um, rather than the etymology of (laughs) Shoujo. Yeah, let's get back there. (laughs) So we were talking about Rose of Versailles, and Azayan, you were talking a little bit about that. Um, What drew you into that? And also, like, Samosa, if you have other thoughts to add on to that, because I haven't read it before, so I'd love to hear you guys' opinions on that one. 
Yeah, I haven't fully read it. I I just checked it out because I know it's a classic and mm. I did some skimming. It was <laughs> forgive me for anyone who really adores this series, but it was kind of hard to get past the first couple pages. There's like these very Ikemen, like Bishonen, not Ikemen, yep. it's very Bishonen men. Like there's almost no difference whatsoever between the men and the women except their chin shape. Like the men have a square chin and the women have a pointy chin and that's it. Yep. Everything else on their face is exactly the same. Um, so there's this, and there's a lot of like dramatic staring at each other and like tears for no reason. Um, Aha, uh-huh, the tears, <laughs> the shoujo tears, especially with the older classics. Yes. God, how beautiful. Yes. Um, <laughs> so, like, at the same time, as I kept reading it, I began to appreciate the art. I don't, I'll be honest and say, I don't think that the artist was actually necessarily a very skilled artist. There's a mm. lot of, um, she did, it looks like it was done very fast. The focus is on the people's faces, like, just mainly the eyes, beautiful little dainty mouth and pointy nose um and the hair and then like it almost seems like she rushed through the rest of it like she only cared about drawing these pretty faces and she didn't really have a good understanding of anatomy like the people's bodies look very so true (laughs) oh my god yeah like nothing mattered but the face yeah. I was saying, you should say you're also, like, studied fashion design, yeah, so you do know about you know ha- human anatomy. She can judge us. Yes. <laughs> I also am an artist. Um, mm-hmm. I don't have a degree in art, but I, I'm an artist as well. So this is coming from somebody who does have some skills, mm-hmm. who does have some know-how and knowledge. I'm not just being a... Well, I'm a judgy person anyway, so... <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. This is, just, this is just me judging things. I should have my own podcast called, like, Azayan Judges Things. (laughs) God. That should be Um, our next spinoff stuff, but... But anyway, that's what I was thinking of the art. But, like, as far as how it, like, what it's about, it Mm -hmm. it seems to be about, um, you know, it's based on history, but it also seems to be about women's rights to, Mm -hmm. to choose to have a will of their own. And I think that that was that's just always been a theme in shoujo, but especially in the origins of shoujo, like it's about choosing your own path, making your own decisions, and not just being a wallflower, you know. Mm-hmm. Which I think yep. is is rooted in Japanese culture and that being the original expectation of women, mm-hmm. even for geisha. Like you know, they had a lot of talents for sure, but. Like they weren't really expected to do anything of consequence, just to be there, be entertaining, and look beautiful. Um, so I think Shoujo, especially like Rosa Bershai, is about choosing your own path. Like there's a character that is a woman, but she was raised like a boy. So she yeah, is yeah. a knight and knows how to wield a sword. And like she gets into a romance with her part knight partner. Um, so there's also like a little bit of androgynous... Um, I wouldn't say like yaoi, not uh, boys love, like shonen, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. but like there's a hint of it in there. There's a hint of like the origin of the Fujoshi in there too. Uh-huh. <laughs> Even <Really>? though, 
Oh, some girls always paired each other guys together. <laughs> you know, <laughs> every time. I want to actually add to that for a second. Um, I know that you guys had watched that one recent, that one movie. You guys had like a, we had a group viewing and I was unable to oh attend. Oh my god. But, Modern girl Haikara-san? Yes, that's like, that's what it reminds me of what you're talking about. Where like these older, because that's an older shoujo technically and you know. the Yeah, I think it's from the 70s as well. Yeah. It has the same art style. It, you just don't really see it in the in the movie because it's animated. Yeah. Got rid of, they, they got rid of like a lot of the sparkly eyes and stuff. I don't know, mm -hmm. croissant hair man still has that 70s flair. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. His, god. If you guys haven't seen Miss Modern, Haikara-san, I highly recommend you watch it. Just because it is a good watch. Watch it with a group of people so you can make fun of it. Oh my it's gosh. like, um, it's very dramatic. Yes, <laughs> it's so I dramatic. I haven't watched it yet since, like, I know I was, like, the one who suggested it, but I was unable to show up. And then <laughs> I was like, great, okay, cool. But, like, you missed out on Croissant Man. Yeah, I'm excited <laughs> to watch so it. so amazing. <laughs> is he the main protag? No. He's the second male lead who We gets... wanted him to be the mo the main male protagonist. I don't want to spoil anything. But unfortunately, anything. he was not. Oof, 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 oof. Okay. He reminds- So whenever I think of classic, like, when I see, like, earlier shoujo, like, from the 70s, yeah. I always associated with amnesia, long periods of separation, yes. um, Trauma. death, tragedy, uh -huh. like, very, very dramatic stuff. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I yes. think it's there's like one other one I read. I for, let me pull up the title. Just give me one second. I mm. um, it's called Suna no Shiro. I read it like a while ago, but basically, like um, it starts off with this couple. They're like meant to be together. They were together since they were children. Oh, yeah. Like all of that kind yeah. of stuff. And then her parents don't support him, even though they knew each other for a while. It's like you know this where this is going, right? Yeah. So. Why, why wait now? But um, he ends up falling off of a cliff. <laughs> oh my <laughs> god. <laughs> Just bam like um, that. Yeah, you know, don't worry. He kind of survives. When I say kind of, um, basically, he ends up washing ashore and some girl saves him. And he ends up losing his memory and he ends up marrying that girl. Oh my god, that's so dark. And the original female, like, she's a female lead, basically. This is an awful story. Oh my I god, not this sounds just But like basically, those two, so the second male lead, uh, the male lead and um, the new lady, they have a son. Oh my and god. And eventually, the female lead, she finds him, like, because she's still searching for him all oh, throughout this time. Oh, that hurts. Oh. It gets a lot worse. <laughs> don't, don't what? <laughs> if you... Whatever you're thinking of, this gets a lot worse. Oh no. <laughs> um, basically, she finds them, and then he kind of, like, he gets his memories back when he sees her, and then he's like, oh, I can't be with you anymore. Um, I betrayed you, basically. And then I, fr I, I forgot how he died. Like, both him and the white, like, they die. They wow. just die. Wow. <laughs> I think they got hit by lightning, or, like, it was what? like they fell off of something. It was a very, like, he got hit by something. Something happened, but they ended up dying, and they got buried together. So the female lead, she takes in the son in, and the son ends up being the male lead. Oh, <laughs> ew, heck I know, no, I know, nah, I know. Yeah, nah. it's one of those. Um, oh, it was really bad. That is... Um, and then, eventually, uh, the female lead also dies, and the male lead ends up just being alone for the rest of his life. That's how it ended. So, I'm sorry, now that you mention this, this kind of parallels a trend that was going on in American movies in the 70s, which oh. was movies that did not have a happy ending. Um, 
Oh yeah, for sure. Um, like a lot of like the older works are tragedies. I don't like those, so I never like try to watch them. Mm, yeah. Um they're soap operas basically. So what we've learned, I guess, about classics is that they were all soap operas. Yep. They're about really tragic, <laughs> dramatic romance that was mm-hmm. not realistic at all. <laughs> I'm Indian, so I know like about Bollywood. It's yeah, also very Bollywood. similar. Like, uh-huh. <laughs> That's what I was gonna say. Like, like a lot of those have tragic endings too. Um, well, I can't think of any off the top of my head. If Anything I... with Shah Rukh Khan in it, probably. Honestly, <laughs> no, but Shah Rukh Khan has happy endings too. <laughs> he does that's true? True. I don't know. I feel I definitely like. Um, I remember watching a lot of Indian movies too. Like my childhood was a lot of Bollywood movies, and like. I remember at one point I was literally crying from one that was like a similar Romeo. Like, by the way, I'm like, what, eight years old or something at this time? And like. Yeah, I stopped watching Bollywood movies because they were sad. I'm like, yeah. my eight year old heart can't handle this exactly. anymore. I was crying from one that was like a Romeo and Juliet. And I feel like that's such a huge trope that was in probably in old shoujo. And, you know, it's. I cried in Humdum, and Humdum was oh. a happy ending. Oh my gosh. Yeah, that one had like a period of separation between the two male le- main leads. I always cry in those. I cry because of amnesia. I cry like even like for the uh-huh. basic tropes. Like it's so easy to make me cry. Oh my gosh! <laughs> you know, speaking of that, I don't know what was it like of Modern Girl. That one, um, mm-hmm. the the general dude, the guy with blonde hair. I don't know if you guys have watched Crash Landing on you. Have heard of that? No, mm-hmm. I've heard of it, but I haven't watched oh it. I'm sorry. Y- y'all need to watch. If you actually, I don't know, because there's so much sep- separation in that one too. It's like, ca- like I looked at him and I'm like, oh my god, this is Captain Reed, but like an anime version of it, <laughs> <laughs> because it's a similar sort of like you have a general and then he's like the most respected. Anyways, that's off topic. I know but... shoujo has a lot of pining, but I hate like I hate reading it. Especially when it's ongoing, and you're like, "What the volume ended?" And now I have to wait for them to pine for Uh more. (laughs) No, I think that's a good point. Is like in the older shoujo, it was, it wasn't that much about character growth. Mm -hmm. It was more about or like learning who you are, which is I feel like more the focus in shoujo now. Yeah, yeah. Which is about like learning who you are and staying true to yourself. And in the older ones, it was just about the drama and the fantasy oh. and these, mm-hmm. like, almost, like, high-profile people that you could never... It's like it's like a tabloid, almost, story about mm. celebrities. You know, mm-hmm. it's That's like true. you can't really relate to it, but I guess it's fun to watch and get caught I don't in. think they were trying to relate to the characters. Exactly. Yeah. But this is post-World War II, right? They want they something want distracting. Something, oh. like, that's like, oh, okay, what's what are other people doing? Yep. So, so other people should have a more miserable life than me <laughs> yeah it's just interesting to note the differences between the older stuff and between what we have now yeah so turning mm. our attention to that actually let's let's talk about where are some classics that we have read or like maybe early 2000 stuff or anything like basically after rose of versailles anything after that <laughs> time that era of like the tears and the unusual art style no offense um <laughs> like but, like, modern manga also has, like, a lot of drama in it, too. Like, how Ao uh, Harugai, yeah. Hironaka no Ryusoi. Um, it's just more of, like, an everyday drama. It, yeah, it's, like, everyday yeah. drama. Like, that's what exactly what Azayan just said. Like, that's that's what I feel like the difference in the drama is, like, at least you can sort of, like, no offense. I'm not saying, like, 
I relate fully, but at the same time, I feel like there's some relatability. Okay, there's, like, high school things going on or, like, some adolescent sort of things and, like, very... It's in a realistic setting, too, that you can, oh, I th- like... Okay. You can, like, okay, you, you feel like this is grounded in some reality, whereas, like, the older shoujo, I feel like, take it to an- another level, like, an over-the-top and fin- fantastical. But I think, again, it comes down to what you were talking about earlier with post-World War II vibes, so, mm-hmm. you know... I think, like, even with modern fantasy shoujo, right? Like, Akatsuki no Yona. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to remember what the English title is. but um, the Dawn. Like, you see... Ca- yeah. Yeah, you see character growth in that. You see a lot of, like... You see more than just drama. So true, yeah. Right, it's in a, in a historical, like, fantastical setting. And yet you still relate to the characters and the struggles mm-hmm. that they have to go through. Even though, like, like sure, my dad wasn't murdered by like my best right. friend. Right. Yeah. Like, <laughs> by your first childhood friend, your love. By my childhood love. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> I I would say that 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 does actually kind of harken back to the old stories. It just makes it more believable and focuses more on the characters' growth and how they yeah. handle situations versus just the drama of it all. So so mm-hmm. so true. I love. Akatsuki no Yona, I just, like, we could we could rave about that one, I feel like. That's yes. just a... <laughs> it's so good. I would definitely rate that as a classic. It is, it is oh. for sure gonna be a classic. It's, I think it's Once it completes, near. whenever that is. I think that's pretty, <laughs> I think that's soon. It's pretty soon, I yeah. agree. I've only watched the anime, so I'm like... Oh. <laughs> you, <laughs> I know, it sounds so bad. so much to catch up on. I know, my sister's yeah, been sure. reading it and keeping me up to date about it. So I'm just oh like, God. I can't wait to read it. Can I say that I think Akatsuki no Yona is like the best shoujo romance I've ever read. Like, it's obviously really? it's got lots more in it than just romance. Mm, but I think I that the, the development of the romance between the two characters is just... Hawk. Yes. Oh, Hawk. Hottie. I love him. I know. Oh my god. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> just dropping that in there. <laughs> Hawk, yes. I mean, that's why we read Jojo, right? For the Ikiman. Yeah. <laughs> Ikiman, let's mm-hmm. go. <laughs> 100%. Oh my gosh. But going back to the old stuff, um, yeah. I don't want to linger on that old stuff for too long because I think not many of us even know it, but I would say Revolutionary Girl Utena was a classic for sure, and it actually really... Mm-hmm. Um, in- I want to say introduced um, the concept of Yuri, of girls' mm. love, um, with the main character and the princess. Um, it's, I feel like that story really didn't know where it was going in the beginning, <laughs> and then it turned into something Wait, else Wait, did it entirely. end up like as a Yuri, like a girls' love romance? Yeah. I have no idea. It's, from what I remember, I haven't seen the anime, just the manga, but from what I remember, it's kind of unclear. It's, like, hinted uh, at, but I feel like maybe they thought they couldn't just do it outright. Mm. Um, I do know in, like, American show, like, American dubbing, they often censored, like, um, homosexuality. Really? Since I know in, um, what's it called? Uh, Sailor Moon. Sailor Moon. Apparently mm, yeah. there was, like, a, a couple that was together. Yeah, who so, were both girls, Haruka, but, um, Uranus is, is a man, normally, um, and then, you know, turns into a woman. When, oh, when she becomes, I didn't know these things. Yeah. Wow. So, but in I the, thought he was. Or, hey, never mind. In the American show, they just made her out to be a woman the whole time. But um, oh no, wait, no, no, no. I'm sorry. I I have that backwards. She is a woman all the time, but they made her out to be a man until she transforms. Because uh, they were trying to make that Uranus Neptune coupling more okay for an American audience. Uh, but yeah. She's Haruka is always a woman, even though in the American dub they made her 
a man while she's not transformed. Oh. And that's like a couple that I think everyone admires. So obviously Sailor Moon is in there on our classics. Yeah. Who doesn't know Sailor Moon? Mm. And what it's... I unfortunately have still never watched it. Same here. I <laughs> haven't watched to it. Say it. I'm going to yeah. offend some people here and say you're not missing much. <laughs> oh, no. <gasps> um, it's like Spill there's that. just a lot of filler in the anime. I fully, I uh... definitely recommend you read the manga. The manga has beautiful artwork. Again, the artist doesn't have a good concept of human anatomy. But <laughs> I was gonna say, long, long yeah. stylized, but like the skirts are so short, like you have mm-hmm. to see their pelvic region with how short the skirts are, but you don't magically. Um, also, they're like fourteen or thirteen. Yes, right? they're yeah. fourteen, and they have like these bodacious bodies. Like, what the heck? Yeah, <laughs> there's a lot that's that's weird about the age gap between. Usagi and uh-huh, I was Mamoru. gonna ask you about that. <laughs> I love manga that like paradises all of these stuff tropes too. Yep. Yes. Like or in high school, that's also a pretty big classic mm-hmm. and I love how it paradised all of like all those tropes. It's a tropes. shoujo in itself. I love that. How meta is that? Yeah, I love I mean, I don't like Haruhi. Honestly, I think she's really boring as the main character, but maybe Loki, that was the point. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I like Taruhi. I like her. Oh, really? I, I oh. feel like she's yeah. so... I mean, I guess the point was that she's really disinterested in all of this, like, frivolity that's going on around her. Um, she just wanted to study. Right? Yeah. She just wanted to be successful. She's a pretty... Like, I remember I watched the anime, and, you know, this was, like... This was one of my first shoujo and Well, I guess. Yeah, maybe. It was maybe one of my first shoujo anime. And then, like... I found out it just ended like that, and I'm like, "What happened? Where, where's more? <laughs> What's next?" And I'm like, "Season yeah. two, where you got?" And then it's just like, "Okay, guess I'm reading the manga now." And I read only like a little bit of the manga, just like, but oh my gosh, I actually I do think the art in the anime was a lot better. Yeah, like, that's what manga, I thought. But it's just a little bit more easily watchable. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. But I did complete the manga, and I really liked the overall plot where it went. Yeah. Um. Also, like a lot of the stuff in the anime, they didn't like put like some of the scenes that i really liked mm. like honey senpai ended up with the goth girl and that was so oh, funny oh my god oh my gosh they made you i definitely will probably just like read it from the beginning then i love that canonically they're also the first people in the group to have kids and to get married oh like really <laughs> what yeah okay i thought i finished the manga but i didn't <laughs> there's also who was what was the name of the of honey's friend mori senpai mori yeah mori senpai oh. he also admitted to like wanting to have to wanting to kiss um honey <laughs> oh, my oh my god i need to go back and read <laughs> this i feel like yo there's so much i missed Asayan, let's go. Partner read that. Okay, we're on that. Partner We're on it. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, oh my gosh. Or High School Host Club. What a legendary show, <laughs> I would consider Honestly. that a classic for sure. Another one that's also like an ongoing dramatic one, the one that's been going on for a really, really long time, is Skip Beat. <laughs> Will that <sighs> ever end? Who knows? God. I can't yeah, honestly. It. Is it older than. Is it older than me? Hold up. <laughs> oh, it sounds like it's that Probably. Old. When were you born again? <laughs> Um, let me see, actually. I'm curious. Yeah, it's- no, it's actually- okay, it's not older than me, thank god, but still. Oh, it's- it was- it, um, started in the an- no, the manga started in 2002. Yep. It is older than a lot of people, though. Wow, <laughs> yeah. how many chapters are there? Oh my god. 
45 volumes. Um, five volumes. Oh my god. Eight Are they But honestly, if you do read it, it's actually not a lot. Oh. Like, not a lot of happens in those 45 <laughs> Bro, the plot progression, what? <laughs> it's very, very slow. Like, I think only recently they got together, the main couple. Oh my god, and here we are calling it a classic, though. What yeah. about it stands out to you, Samosa, that made you say it's a classic, actually? Um, since I think a lot of people can name it. <laughs> That's true, yeah. <laughs> um, so does it fall it's very more old. under it's, just it has like a class. It has, like, a signature art style, um... It's, I think it's a lot of people's first shoujo, I think. Mm -hmm. Like, it can be categorized as, like, one of people's first shoujos. Or at least back in my day. I'm not old, I'm 22, but, um... <laughs> I feel it, though. I, yeah, feel yeah. Like, I feel like when I started reading manga, it was one of the first, like, one of the very few shoujos out there that people could, like, commonly read, like, in the library or something, mm -hmm. since it was, like, available. One of those ones that was everywhere. Mm-hmm. Skip beat. Um, I'm trying else? to think of other ones that were um, also available everywhere. Sailor Moon, I think, was also available everywhere. Mm, Not yeah. that I read it, but <laughs> Fruits <laughs> Basket is also a pretty big classic, I'd say. I think if it's like if it's, if it's readily available and like a lot of people enjoyed it, I think that does count. Make it a classic, right? No. Since I mean it is popular, but I think if it stands out to you, since there's so many shoujo's that I like that were technically popular, but I honestly don't remember what happened. Like in Alharu, right? Like I personally would not consider it a classic just because I don't mm. know or remember what happened. It didn't like none of the plot points stuck out to me. You know, I don't mm. think it's about necessarily like I have my hot take on that. It's like I don't know if it's a hot take, really, to be honest. That's just that's just me say. I guess <laughs> trying it. It's a really cold take, I guess. <laughs> but I feel like. Take. Yeah, it's a warm take. It's a lukewarm take. But um, <laughs> I think that um, what's what makes a, a classic shoujo isn't necessarily like, you know, the popularity or the following, but instead how it stands a test of time, I think. And I like Roots Basket you brought up, and I definitely think it is a popular one and it is a classic. And because I remember the anime came out and people were like, we need a season two and like, hyping that up but at the same time talking about the manga manga while that was happening and then here we are in 2020 getting its final season so that's really like 2021 technically 2021 right? it's yeah yeah it's yeah. coming out in the winter and it's just like crazy to think that it's like something like that had sustained for so long and has a solid following mm -hmm. still and it's like and it's really popular and i'm just like that, that's what I would consider a classic, I, I think. I agree. I think you hit the Since there's a lot of work that come out and, like, nobody wants to, like, even if it does come out later, nobody wants, nobody's interested anymore. It lost its, um, novelty, I guess. Yeah, but, but Fruits Basket hasn't, and that's what's beautiful about it. And right. I think Azayan, yeah, go ahead. Well, I was gonna say, you really hit the nail on the head by saying it stands the test of time, because that originally came out, mm, what almost was it? 20 years ago. It was Did it really? really? I Hold was, up. I was in middle school when my friends and I started reading it, which was Oh my was god, like, yeah. Which was like 2003, dating myself here. Um, oh, okay. Uh, oh, wait, wait. I'm the same age as this. <laughs> <laughs> um, but No, I'm t I'm a little bit older than it. Okay, I was born in April of 1998. This was made in July of 1998. Oh my god. I'm older. It has like a cliché beginning i think and it is very dramatic but at the same time like as it progresses you really get into character development and it doesn't follow like a predictable storyline 
Also, the art development, like, like from the first chapter to the last chapter, like, one time I, tra- I skipped read it, and, like, the art is so much yeah. better. So what end. happened there is the artist actually injured her right hand, and she had to relearn oh, really? with her left hand, and that's why the art changed so dramatically. Oh, wow. Oh, that's so she's so a better hard. artist with her left hand? I, I like the original <laughs> art better, but really, we'll, we'll not get into that. Mm-hmm. where we judge but, peep stuff yeah. no I, I should you be the one saying this <laughs> <laughs> my opinion you just complained about proportion earlier in this episode i mean that's my liking that original art better was just that i preferred that style it was just a style preference it wasn't that it was like mm-hmm. you know it, it could be mm-hmm. that she actually did improve as an artist most shoujo artists do i feel like in the early mm-hmm. volumes you yeah. see that like they're not that skilled. There's a lot they don't know how to mm-hmm. draw. And then by the end, you're like, oh, wow, I've watched you grow so much as an artist. Yeah, <laughs> like sure. that happens in Shonen too. You watch the, per- mm-hmm. like in Naruto, you watch how his style changes. Bleach, there's a huge change over time in the mm-hmm. art style. Well, even with, um, what's that one called? The one with the guy with the Soul Eater. Like if you compare yeah, yeah, Soul yeah, Eater yeah. to Fire Force, Fire Force's art is a lot better. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Cool. Even specific. though it still has like their signature art style too, mm-hmm. yeah. it's just better. Yeah. There's also better art programs too. I think that makes it easier to draw. Mm-hmm. It's getting better slowly, and I think that's really cool to see that even emerge within the shoujo mm-hmm. genre. So, we're, we talked about Fruits Basket, Sailor Moon. Um, what other ones would you consider from that general era of like late 1990s to like early 2000s? Um, we also said Skip Beat. What else would you guys consider as some classics that were memorable to you? Or were part right. of your childhood. Here, here we gotta talk about um, some ones that I actually have not read, but I know are really popular. Mars and Peach I've read Mars. It was oh, pretty dramatic. Yeah. yeah, I know that was a big one, but I just could never. I never had, took any interest in it. Um, I personally, do, I'm not. A, I'm not a fan of like the art style where they make it look a bit more realistic mm-hmm. or ugly. You know what I mean? In other words. Um, no, they weren't ugly, per se. Weren't they were just, they? like, drawn realistically. <laughs> They're drawn realistically, like, normal people. <laughs> because, like, I associate, like, the realistic art with, like, drama. drama. Or with more adult stuff, right? Yeah, yeah. with, like, more mature topics. I would say like, Mars mm-hmm. is, like, more Jose, almost. It, yeah. I'm, I'm surprised it. it's not categorized as Jose. Is it not? Wait, is it not Jose? One second. <laughs> I feel like it's a. You know what this reminds me of? As I'm looking at Mars, it reminds me of Nana or Nana. I don't mm-hmm. know how to say it. Nana. I think it's Nana. Yeah. <laughs> Nana. Nana G. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Nana. Nana in my classic. language means mother's dad. <laughs> yeah. Same. But um, yeah, about um, what's it called? Yeah, it is a shojo technically. Mars. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Uh. This one's older than my. This one's made in 1996. Mars? Yeah. Mm. Oh, there was an adaptation in 2016, huh? Wow. Like an anime? No, um, J drama. Oh. Or no, J movie? It's a movie, yeah, sorry. Drama film. Yeah, I just don't think Mars is really appropriate for young girls to read. So it's a yeah. bit much. But my, all, all my friends did in middle school. Like fourteen Middle years school old. Oh yikes! Oh god! <laughs> I didn't want to read anything that had sex in it. I was an innocent child. Yeah. I feel I was the same way. Same here. I mean, I still prefer not to. Mm-hmm. It's I don't know. 
it's too much for me. <laughs> yeah, agreed. I don't really want to see that drawn out. Yep, um, same here. I think Peach Girl 2 is, is a major classic. Peach, I, I would say Peach Girl is a classic, but I don't like it. I really test it. Yeah. Um, it's, I don't like it. I tried art. reading it, and then when she flopped like the first few times, I was like, okay, I don't want to watch read this anymore. <laughs> yeah. It's very, see, from what I know of Peach Girl not having read it, is it feels very much like an American teen show. Oh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? The shoujo that feels very <laughs> American teen. Twilight, but she ends up with both of them. <laughs> Wait, actually? <laughs> I don't know who she ends up with at the end, but I know she goes back and forth. I mean, she also. I've no. I'm looking at the art because I've I've heard of the name, but never actually looked into it. It looks like she has like she's a ma- a main girl with darker skin. She's a. I think she's, she was a gyaru. She's a gyaru, yeah. Wait, that was during the time I think when I Gen forgot Hugo if that's her Gyaru actual skin popular. tone. Oh, wait, wasn't she like a swimmer too, or am I just confusing this with another one? A swimmer? Oh, I don't know. I don't remember. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But she's yeah. a former member of the high school swim team, so she tans easily. That's why she's darker skin. Oh. I mean, she's probably not even that dark. If her you, like, makeup look too, at it. though, she looks like a gyaru. She was trying to relate to the gyarus of Japan. Wait, what's a gyaru? I'm like lost. Oh. <laughs> Oh, so Gyaru girls are basically, like, they tan a lot, um, uh, they wear, like, very flashy makeup, mm-hmm. like, um, I think it's very, like, American-influenced. Mm, yeah, okay. they dye their it's hair early, blonde. Like, mm-hmm. oh. it, stands, each, it stands for gal, um, mm-hmm. not to be confused with Ganguro, which is, like, a way more intense version of Gyaru. They wear, like, they literally have, like, these white stripes of makeup on their face, and, like, they're makeup is like times 10 they put like jewels on their face oh god i just googled it <laughs> if this was in america they would definitely get called out for um blackface right. yeah has, that's like, what i feel like nails like just their nails are horrifying and like their hair is just insane so Gyaru Do, is, that like, fake tan though <laughs> oh so whenever you read like old shoujo like from the early 2000s and 90s i feel like any tan girl yeah. who comes in, they're like, oh, it's a ganguro. And you're like, what the heck is that? Now you know <laughs> yep. what a gyaru and a ganguro is. I found a tweet. Why is Donald Trump turning into a ganguro? <laughs> <laughs> that was a good one. Imagine if tra- Trump did become like a gyaru girl. That would be so funny. Don- Donald Trump, the original ganguro. <laughs> oh my god. He's already memed by the anime community so much. Love that. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so, like, I think Peach Girl, we talked about, about, um, Mm -hmm. what, like, I know we, we had brought this up earlier, um, but I don't know if either, like, you know, some of these things, it's like, we're talking about the classics of shoujo, but here we are as, like, what, 20 years old talking, like, some of our knowledge of the classics, we're also, we were also very young at the time, so, like, Tokyo Mew Mew is one I would consider as a classic as well, but, like, it is. Does it deserve to be? No. Mm, But it is. (laughs) It's a, it's I think a, a better option of Tokyo Mew Mew is Cardcaptor Sakura. Uh, that one's yeah. a lot better. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cardcaptor Sakura is... It put a spin, So cute. I think, I think it was a classic because it wasn't a carbon copy of Sailor Moon. Um, mm-hmm. Like, it brought... It, has a don- it had its own plot. It had some yeah. art style. It wasn't mm-hmm. like, okay, here, like, a bunch of girls. Let's bring them all together. It right. wasn't like that. Yeah. It, was, it's, it, was car- it was Sakura on her own. <laughs> I mean, with her friend who... Gave her like clothes, but the creators of Card Captor Sakura Clamp, um, their style is really 
aesthetic, like especially when you get into like triple X holic. Um, mm-hmm. they really, and like, they love designing outfits for people. And so there's a That's lot so of like cool. panels in their manga, which is just for the purpose of like displaying an outfit they designed. Uh, um, Cardcaptor Sakura is not as bad about that. Like it does have a lot of story focus, but mm-hmm. that one is just, that one's a great series and it holds up. Like going back to what Shochan said about if it still holds up, it does. Yeah. And I recommend Cardcaptor Sakura for the, both the anime and the manga for anyone who hasn't looked into that before. Am I the only one who, like, pronounced it, like, XXX? <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm, I feel like that I didn't realize it was triple X-holic. That always confused people, and I'm still not sure what, what you're supposed to say. <laughs> it's like Ghibli versus Ghibli. <laughs> right. Oh my god, yeah. It's technically- I thought it was Ghibli, and then I moved to Korea, and I saw Ghibli written as Ghibli, like, in Korean letters, and I was like, wait. Wait a second. Like... <laughs> yeah, and I hear Ghibli. <laughs> I hear both. Ghibli so. is the actual pronunciation, but I think in America it's pronounced Ghibli. Ah, interesting. I don't. I think I just alternate between which way I say it. Yeah, same. I just say Ghibli since I feel bad if I say it wrong, <laughs> how it's intended. But yeah, so Tokyo Mew Mew was definitely one of them. That's crazy to think about. I feel like the thing that I re- characteristically remember of that because I was in my early childhood was like the shoujo eyes. I don't know mm-hmm. why. I, like, that was probably mm-hmm. my first intro, though. And that was probably that peak giant shoujo eyes that yeah. time period. Oh, my God. Shoujo eyes. What a what a, an art style it's still, like, what I would say. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Um, I don't I don't think it's necessarily a classic, but the artist of Digiturat, um, Pita Ten, and what was that other one she did? Kami, Kamitama Karen. Um, oh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Kami Kazi she, Karen, right? She, no, Kamitama. Because it was supposed Kami to be Chama? like, Kamisama is god, but Kamichama is like, cute little god, you know? Kami I swear Ka- there was like a Kamikaze... Kamichama Karen? I think you're thinking of Kamikaze Kaito Jean. Yeah, that's the one I'm thinking yes. of. Uh, Kamichama Karen is a different one. But both also of those series are the peak of like gigantic shoujo eyes. Like sh- eyes that take up through two-thirds of the face. Uh-huh, I'm noticing as I'm looking it up. <laughs> God. Oh, there's another, like, a magical girl I would consider a classic. Akazuki and Chacha. Oh, I don't know that one. I don't... It's it's really cute. It's all on YouTube, like, on subs. <laughs> oh, it looks sort of, yeah. Um, what but makes you it's, think that one? I'd say it's, like, one of the more I less mainstream ones, I would say. Unless maybe... I'm not into, like, huge... I'm not hugely into magical girls, but it probably yeah. is more popular. <laughs> oh, Magica Madoka, Madoka. Is that a shoujo? Uh, like, uh, that one's a class. Is that a shoujo? Is mm. that... Mm. Because Magica Madoka, I would it's say that Madoka is a classic. Magica, but yeah. Yeah, Madoka well, Madoka. It's, like, the Japanese title and the um, English title is different, right? So um, I think the English one is Poly Magi Madoka Magica, and the Maho Shoujo Mado- Madoka Magica is the Japanese one. Okay. Yeah. yeah she, that one, uh, I I know how it ends, even though I haven't watched it, and so I guess it's a shoujo. <laughs> I you know I've never I I really am wa- interested in like watching this one. I I have been meaning to. I literally read 
when I was in Barnes and Nobles like years ago, I remember just picking up the first volume and being like, "Oh, this looks so cute," and then getting immediately destroyed. <laughs> yeah, getting immediately destroyed within the first volume and being like, yeah. "Okay, I'm gonna." Oh my gosh. I would say if it is a shoujo, the fact that it turns shoujo like maho shoujo on its head um, mm-hmm. makes it a classic. The fact that it destroys. It's a tongue so it's not published in like any specific. Um, oh. So I will claim it as a shoujo, just for us. <laughs> for us on this podcast, it's just our definition of that. Mm-hmm. I agree that that's a classic. But man, that broke me. <laughs> I can't wait to watch Since it. <laughs> I watched it without knowing what was going to happen. So I mean, <laughs> it really does hit you different mm. <laughs> if you don't know what's going to happen. We should buddy sure. watch that one too, Sotan. Me and Azayan got a partner watch that one, yeah. along with partner reading. Which one were you going to read? Or in high school, yeah. Yes. God. I will skip on um, Magic and Madoka just because um, I don't hate myself. <laughs> hey guys, we ran out of time, but thank you so much for being with us in this episode. But we have a lot more to discuss, so join us next time for part two of the classics of Shoujo. And thank you again for being with us into the Shoujoverse, and we'll see you there. Follow us on Twitter at the Shoujoverse. T H E. S-H-O-U-J-O-V-E-R-S-E. Thank you.